The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, liberals, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning, and I have had some last-minute changes for those of you who... Uh, or joining by way of video. And that is because uh, you'll notice the stream didn't start even until late. And the reason being is uh, we have a guest that was scheduled to be on, and he came on early, but we had some really bad sound coming from his end. We were trying to fix that ahead of time, and it just got to the point I said, eh, you know, nobody's going to listen if we if we continue down this road. So we're going to set him set him up to come back. Maybe he can come back later this week, I hope. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, the video quality was great, but the sound, you guys just couldn't have <laughs> with it for the rest of the time. In any case, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. If you want to watch the video portion of the show, you can go to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down right there on the right, and you'll be able to uh, see that going there. You can also check that out on my Twitter account at FPPTim. Uh, Periscope is Setting Brush Fires. Facebook is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. Beforeitsnews.com right there on the front page. And then also on DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. We're also looking at Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty, our Sons of Liberty Media, if you want to join us there. Uh, with that said, let me take. Wow. <laughs> I got in here late with the chat thing. It says uh, we've already got a hundred messages. So I don't, that just sounds really weird, but okay. That's great. Good morning to all you guys in the chat. Good morning, you guys at red state. If you want to call in two, one, five, top talk, two, one, five, eight, six, seven, eight, two, five, five. Before we begin today, and I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and give you sort of a basics, um, for what, uh, Kevin was going to come on and talk about this morning. Uh, because he's a doctor out of the UK, and like I said, we'll see if we can get him back next week. But before I do that, uh, just kind of want to touch a little bit on this Millie Weaver thing. Okay, not going to spend a lot of time, maybe five or ten minutes, and then I want to I want to hit this other topic. On Friday, uh, on the afternoon show, I filled in for Bradley, and that news had you know just been breaking that Miss Weaver had been arrested, and, and nobody. Knew what really was going on, 
And a lot of people thought, well, she's getting ready to release this documentary, Shadowgate, right? And obviously, people think if you're going to expose something, there are people who want to make you be quiet. Well, lo and behold, this has nothing to do with Shadowgate. In fact, I got to tell you, it makes me wonder what's been done to if there's a manipulation going on in this, okay? I'm gonna hit, like I say, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I'm going to hit it real quick. Last night, we posted at uh, sonsoflibertymedia.com, the warrant for her arrest was almost a month old. Wasn't something just handed down. It had nothing to do with her documentary, okay? And by the way, the documentary, um, I've been going through it, and I've talked with some friends who know at least one of the women in the documentary. And they believe that a lot, a lot of what's being described as a whistleblower is not necessarily that. That, in fact, uh, many things are being fabricated by some who are there. Um, not going to get into the specifics of that, but... There's nothing new in that. We've been reporting on a lot of this stuff that they were talking about for years. This isn't anything new. Okay? But in any case, she gets a warrant from a grand jury. It's handed down by a grand jury. And um, you can also check out the uh, article at the end of the one that I'm showing the video audience. And I'll put these up. I'll link them up in the archives on the website after the show. But you can check out a former, uh, well, he's a Navy veteran. He has dealt with the issues of juries and grand juries in his state of Tennessee. And he contacted me immediately and said, look, I agree, Matthew. It it is a lot of uh, pro-Trump propaganda. That's exactly what it is. But here's the thing. Mr. Fitzpatrick, who's been on the show before, said, Tim, he says it depends on if it's a federal or if it's a, a state indictment here. He said, but if it's from the state, here's what Ohio says about that. And we provided the video on the Ohio grand jury and stuff like this. And he says he believes that it is illegal. In other words, it's void. So the obvious question is why this, the, the, and people can go, I've got the link here. You can go see when the warrant was handed down. July the 20th of this year. That's almost a month away, a month ago. And uh, so we took from heavy because they went through it. And my time was just very, very short on getting a lot of stuff here through it. And um, here's a couple of things that they pointed out. She's facing felony charge. By the way, she is out on bond while uh, the other guy, Gavin Wentz and her brother, he's a Weaver too. I think it was Charles Weaver, are still in jail. So she's out. And this whole thing is, a, is, is stemming from some family dispute with her mother. So it's interesting because, and I'm not going to read the whole thing because I told you I wasn't going to spend a whole lot of time on it. But you can go in and you can see the indictment. You can see what it was. You can hear, you can read how Millie responded to it, saying her mother was mentally ill and not reliable. Um, and yet the charges are that she and uh, and the other two guys 
held her mother down. <laughs> um, her mother came after her with a knife, threatening her and stuff. And yet, you know, and by the way, there's there's a guy uh, here, uh, Davy Croco, I think is his name. And he's, he has a couple of videos, but I, I put his latest one up where he was showing this. And, you know, it's, it's just a cry in shame that this kind of stuff gets pulled. Okay, it's just a crying shame. And he explains kind of what's going on there. So I'd highly recommend that, you know, since I'm not going to take the time to do it, he's going to take 15 minutes to go through a couple of things here, and he's got another video. And then you can watch the Shadowgate film. I, you know, it has some some information in it that's uh, some good information. But, but again, you can check all this out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Now, with that said... I uh, I want to come over and just kind of give a, maybe I can uh, set things up for you a little bit with uh, Dr. Corbett, and we'll try to get him back on in the uh, in the future, probably Thursday or Friday. At least that's what I'm hoping he can do. Now, Dr. Corbett uh, is in trouble in the UK. <laughs> like a lot of people. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, you know, Alex, <clears throat> love him or hate him, you know, I think he has a right to be heard. Um, <clears throat> but he is an actor. He is he is a guy who plays, he knows what it takes to play people on some things. He really does. <clears throat> and um, I apologize, I got something in my throat here. So that's that's something we, we definitely have to keep our eyes out with, okay? Um, Dr. Corbett has gotten behind a petition here. And if you recall, we had uh, Andrew Kaufman on. And Andrew Kaufman had went through all of the research papers that had been put out on coronavirus. And I'll put his interview into the archives too, in case you missed that. But Dr. Kaufman, MIT graduate, and uh, he is up in New York, and this guy, he lays out what he believes is the evidence for what people are having. Now, with that said, he talked about exosomes, which are things the body produces that those who believe in the germ theory call viruses. And when he did that, he got a, he got a lot of flack over that. Of course, this was thing this was something that uh, Nurse Kate was, brings up and had brought up for quite a while on the show on Saturdays when she comes in to talk health and wellness with us. So this was not anything surprising. But when he when we concluded the interview, one of the things he was saying was, I see no evidence of a new disease. And that's kind of striking to me. Now, if you guys were listening in two Saturdays ago, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, if you were listening then and we had uh, Joni and Kate on, both nurses, and Joni had brought up she began to think of how they were treating it, hydroxychloroquine, uh, zinc, and such. And she says, you use that on parasites, not viruses. And it's working. And her theory is that what they're dealing with is a, vi- is a uh, parasite, not a virus. I'll throw that in the archive too, okay? And I sent that to Dr. Kaufman, and I said, Dr. Kaufman, what do you think about this? And he came back and he says... 
that seems more logical than the other um, of what we're being told. Okay. Now you say, well, isn't this old news? I mean, Dr. Fauci's out and things are going to get back to normal. Well, are they getting normal in your state? See, in my state, it wasn't really, the, the heavy hand of government wasn't that bad. It was bad enough. Any step in that direction was bad. They did the essential, non-essential stuff. They put us through ridiculous things to go through the DMV, and it it wasn't bad enough that you went through the DMV the way you do when they're fully open. This made it doubly worse, okay? You have to have an appointment to go to the DMV here in South Carolina. It's ridiculous. So anyway, and this gets to the point where you know, I just say, why do we have the DMV in the first place? It's unnecessary. It is a non-essential part of government. Why do I have to register my car with the government? Huh? I'll tell you why. So they can get this. They can get money from you. That's why they do it. Same thing with the driver's license. Same thing with you know, practically everything that they want to uh, give you permission to do or use. Is to get money from you. It's to control you. So here, that was what Dr. Kaufman had said. And others have said it too. Dr. Deal, we had him on to say this too. Now, Dr. Corbett, and again, I'm going to give you some lead up to it, and then when we have him on, maybe you'll have a better understanding of who he is and what he does. He started a petition. Check this out. If there's no proof the virus exists, end all lockdowns, masks, tracks, vax actions. I agree. How many of you have thought... Where's the actual evidence for what you're being told is this great pandemic? We have to shut down the world in order to flatten the curve. You know? And everybody all of a sudden gets on it. That's the thing. This should tell you something. It really should tell you something. And it's amazing to me that some people still aren't getting it. More and more people are putting that silly mask on. And Dr. Corbett, that that was one of the things I was going to bring up with him uh, to deal with. Here's the the petition that he had. Independent peer-reviewed scientific evidence proving the so-called virus SARS-CoV-2 is isolated and purified at... is isolated and purified is required by September the 5th, 2020. Otherwise, measures against something which does not exist must end. We were refused a parliamentary petition to enlist public support in order to demand a debate in Parliament on these science issues. It is unacceptable that WHO advised Public Health England not to isolate the virus and see a letter to Prime Minister Boris Johnson. We'll take a look at that in a minute. Um, he says, Isolation and purification of a virus and proof it causes so-called COVID-19 disease using Cox postulates have not been achieved and procedures not followed. This is a fatal flaw in the basis for policy, and given it is not a high-consequence infectious disease, the March 10th, 19th announcement, and tests used are of unknown accuracy. The possibility of a vaccine is hopeless, and the measures directed against it are beyond reason and out of proportion. 
If there's no proof the virus exists, end all lockdowns, masks, tracks, vax actions. Well, it's the government. They are not going to back off of this thing at all. They're not going to do any of that. Um, I'm <clears throat> going to have to do two things here at once. They're not going to back off of that at all. They've put, you know, in America, I can tell you, they've put us trillions of dollars in debt over this, okay? They are not about to back off and say, oh, by the way, we were wrong. If you think that, uh, you really have been drinking the Kool-Aid. You really have. They're not going to do that. And in the UK, they're not going to do it either. In no country that isn't has spent billions or trillions of dollars over the scamdemic, they're not going to pull that. They're not going to do any of that. So there is a um, there is this letter that Dr. Corbett sent, and you can read it. Uh, we'll we'll pull it up, uh, but you can check out his site. Kevin P. as in Paul Corbett, C-O-R-B-E-T-T dot com. And you can see what he's done. Uh, he has stood up and sent a letter to Boris Johnson. Now, here's what the, let, here's what the letter reads, right? Dear Prime Minister, now he sent this back on the, about the time that uh, <laughs> Millie Weaver's warrant came down, right? June? No, actually it was a month before that. June the 22nd, not July. Dear Prime Minister, challenge to the Public Health England that they must show proof that a virus exists which causes COVID-19 or declare there's no virus and end the VAX and TRAX programs. He says, we understand that the World Health Organization has advised Public Health England not to isolate and purify a virus said to cause the disease COVID-19. There are major questions over the validity of the testing procedures being used to determine the presence in the UK population of the putative COVID-19 virus, specifically relating to the throat swab or the RT-PCR test and evidence of previous infection using antibody tests. The disease-causing effects of a virus are scientifically verified using Cox postulates, of which four conditions must be met. Currently, the virus thought to cause COVID-19 does not meet any of them. Any of them. Fulfillment of Cox postulates requires that the so-called COVID-19 virus must be isolated and purified. This was one of the things that Dr. Kaufman was pointing out is it's not been done. Therefore, the accuracy of the tests authorized by Public Health England is unknown. This is why you're getting all of this stuff, people, over there in England and over here in the U.S. This is why all you people are showing up positive for COVID. They haven't even identified what it is. They're just calling whatever they're getting COVID. Oh, Tim, your conspiracy. Look, this is a doctor telling you this. This is this. This is one of many now that I know of telling you this. In summary, the tests for the COVID-19 virus are of unknown accuracy Scientific procedures for viral isolation and purification have not been followed and neither have any of the cock methods for determining any disease-causing effects. Then there's the demand. We demand that by July the 22nd, that's come and gone, 
Public Health England must, one, produce independently peer-reviewed scientific evidence proving that the COVID-19 virus has been isolated and purified in the reference laboratories run by Public Health England under the leadership of Professor Zembun, Imperial College London uh, and a SAGE member, ignoring the instructions not to do so issued by the World Health Organization. Not that they're trustworthy either. And number two, produce independently peer-reviewed scientific evidence proving that COVID-19 virus causes disease using all of the Cox Cox postulates. If the United Kingdom government's own health agency, Public Health England, cannot show independent and peer-reviewed proof that a virus exists which causes COVID-19, then the government must declare there is no such virus and cease measures against something which does not exist, including producing a vaccine and the government's track and trace policy. Well, amen, Dr. Corbett. This is exactly what we're talking about here in the States, too. Except people are so prone to believe the lie. You go, well, somebody in my family died from COVID. Are you sure about that? Is that what you were told? Who told you that? Is it the same people who are padding the numbers on the deaths of COVID? Is it the same people who sit there and a guy has a motorcycle wreck and dies and they go, COVID? Is it the same people who take people out of hospice who have cancer, they're, they're dying of cancer, they know they're dying of cancer, they don't even test them, they die and they go, COVID? Is it those people telling you that your loved one died of COVID? I'm just asking you to think about this. That's not any, look, me questioning that is not anything on you or your loved one. It's not a shot at that. What it is, though, is saying exactly what Dr. Corbett is saying here. Why have these people not followed the proper procedures in doing what they normally would do in a situation like this? I think it's because whatever is going on, whatever is happening, isn't a virus. I think there's probably something going on, don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's, it's, it's COVID-19. I don't think it's coronavirus. I just I don't buy it. And we do know, <clears throat> we've done numerous shows that have been pulled off of YouTube. They're probably going to pull this one as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're doing it constantly, but you can find it, you know, on Facebook. I always save the podcast. You can hear those. Um, so that's not a problem. And you can see the documentary. You can see the documentation that we have over all of these. There have been numerous. There's been a couple of studies uh, on the issue of 5G. We brought up the other week that 5G, the millimeter radio waves, that stuff was known to harm you in the 70s. The CIA documents that we had that I showed you on Friday, Friday afternoon, actually. So if you go to SonsLibertyMedia.com, you want to put in the Millie Weaver name. There's one there. We just kind of introduced that. That was breaking news. And then uh, my intention was to show you the CIA documents and Joni came on and we talked about that and what was in them. And those CIA documents were revealing what Russia had done in their studies in the early 70s. So we know that it causes, that, that that causes problems and it can be, it can result in symptoms very similar to what people are experiencing where they're called all this other. 
<laughs> yeah, I think it is too, Shannon. I think it is. Yeah. Somebody shoveling a lot of stuff is what they're doing. So there is an interesting paper. Now I carried one of Dr. Corbett's um, articles that he, write, that he wrote at his uh, website. And another one that he put out was asking for the evidence. Where is the evidence? And it's a 13-page PDF. Again, you can pick this up there. Uh, I think I already have it on Scribd, so I can throw it in where you can. You don't have to go everywhere. I can just have these in the archive on the website after the show. But uh, it's a 13 pages. He breaks it down. He doesn't talk, you know, in real big language, words that I can't pronounce, you know, like when I was doing that with the CIA papers. <laughs> and I had to have Joni help me with some of that. But he's written this 13-page paper on that. And calling into account why is this going on? You know, why? where's the evidence that we're looking for when we're talking about all this kind of stuff? So there are there's some other things, too. Uh, and I want to I give this. Because this was the one I really wanted to carry when I carried... Uh, his 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 story here he wrote a short little piece on what he titled the covid nazification of the national health service now again national health service is obviously for um the uk there but with him <clears throat> he had pointed out just how much like Nazi Germany this was. And you'll recall, we've made mention of that too. We've made mention of the whole essential, non-essential, how that came about. Then all these testings that go on. None of them are reliable. Not a one of them are reliable. Because they haven't done the necessary work to isolate what they're trying to identify. Okay? And by the way, in our country, it's coming from all kinds of people. Uh, he was even coming from the President of the United States. You know, he looked like a a pimp out there with his COVID box. You remember when they came out there for the test? Oh, this is, we're going to get testing. And then you watch his interview. And look, I have no real affection for HBO or anything like that. But, you know, uh, was it Jonathan Swan interviewing him and asking him about the tests? And President Trump didn't answer his questions. He went on to something else. He went on to promote how good he was and how how great Everybody had done and this, that, and the other, but he didn't answer the questions, which were very specific. And I think Swan was kind of going along with the narrative, oh, a thousand people a day are dying from COVID. Really? I just, I don't buy it. I don't buy that. Okay? But here, here's what uh, Dr. Corbett said. And I don't know why. Oh, I think I do know why. Uh, it was very small there. Here's what Dr. COVID, uh, Dr. COVID, Dr. Corbett, he's going to get me for that. Dr. Corbett said for, um, I am why people, oh, okay. You're talking to somebody else, Titus. I got it. Sorry. Reading some of the chat here. All right. So in his paper on the Nazification, the COVID Nazification of the National Health Service, here's what Dr. Cor- uh, Corbett said. The deadly coordinated command and control known in 1930s Germany as Gleichschaltung, I'm not German, I'm not fluent in German, okay, (laughs) was the key characteristic of the 1930s 
totalitarian domination of German society. This process was later termed by historians as Nazification. Since January 2020, the United Kingdom government has similarly similarly introduced a system of coordinated command and control over all aspects of its national health service, the NHS. The aim is to bring the NHS into line with its COVID-19 contagion propaganda. This is providing an industrial-scale means for exerting mechanical and biological power over the population as well as over the occupational lives of all UK health professionals. Folks, it isn't just happening in the UK, it's happening here in the States. That's what they want to do. They're wanting to keep you out of work to make you dependent upon them. And yes, you are dependent upon them when you have to go draw an unemployment check, when you have to you know, be kept up with a, a stimulus check. I mean, they're making you dependent upon that. Then unprecedented measures have occurred in the UK in tandem with the permeation through the population of the ideas and prejudices relating to COVID-19 contagion and the unprecedented fast-track legislation mandating testing, isolation, and removal to place officially directed of the UK population. That isolation and removal. To remove people from their homes, to separate them from their children. Separate children from their parents. The new The Health Protection Regulations 2020 are an extreme mandate that by order of the Secretary of State for Health Force, any member of the UK public to produce documents to assist health assessment and to provide biological samples of respiratory secretions or blood, individuals must also allow immediate contact from public health officials Okay, this is them coming in your house, all right? Coming in your house to reduce or remove any officially perceived risk of infection or contamination. The UK public can now be removed, isolated, and detained against their will by government order. And I would add that aren't even sick. People that are not even sick, this can happen to. And folks, don't think it's not being talked about here in the States. It is. Remember when we had Matt Shea on, representative out of Washington State? And Matt was telling us about second and third waves coming this fall and winter. I mean, they're already putting out the propaganda for it. I'm surprised anybody listens to it, but they do. This is what we're dealing with. And Matt was saying, hey, they're setting up these things right outside of a prison. They had uh, the video that I had seen. <clears throat> the guys went to the area. There were, I don't know, a couple of dozen of these campers. That's what they looked like. They didn't look like old campers. They looked like new campers that had been pulled on site. You know, kind of you stick on your truck and it's just a small camper, maybe, I don't know, 20 feet or something. Oh, these are where we're going to isolate people who test positive. And maybe this is why they're ramping up all the testing. Let me tell you this. If you go get a COVID test, you're the ones, you're the ones drinking the Kool-Aid. Why would you go take a test for something that you're not showing? I, 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 
and especially when it's when it's been fabricated the way it has. And yes, fabricated fraud is what we're seeing here. This is what Dr. Corbett's calling out. This is what Dr. Kaufman was calling out. This is what Kate Shimarani was calling out. It's a fraud being perpetrated on the people. By the way, if you tried to call in 215 top talk 215-867-8255, I forgot to turn on the live because of the rush this morning to get started because we had the problems with the audio with Dr. Corbett. Uh, that's live now. So if you want to call in, you want to make a comment, you're welcome to do so. Here's what Dr. Corbett writes <clears throat> in this section as well. People will incur are already in, are are already incurring penalties under these unprecedented regulations for absconding or attempting to abscond from detention or isolation. Two, providing false or misleading information intentionally or recklessly and for obstructing an official carrying out a function. An official, not an elect, not someone who's elected that will answer to you, but an official is going to remove you from your home, violate your rights. And you know what, folks? These rights extend over there in the UK and they extend in Africa and everywhere else. Why? Because all men are created equal by their creator with the same unalienable rights. Same unalienable rights. And they're being violated over there. And some of them are being violated here in the U.S. He goes on to talk about a biased medical triage. The 21st century COVID notification is producing the requisite clinical and statistical data that sustains and fuels the public and professional perception of there being an epidemic out of control. Since January 2020, NHS capacity has been overhauled and any officially designated non-urgent clinical services and scheduled operations have been either canceled or put in severe abeyance. It's enabled both a whole service redirection and redeployment of NHS capacity in order to facilitate two structural tiers throughout the NHS fueled by contagion propaganda. Patients presenting to any NHS private facility are divided through a skewed and biased process mislabeled as triage according to the HCP's perception of the patient exhibiting either respiratory or non-respiratory symptoms or signs. This is not the normal medical triage, but a highly abnormal, skewed, and biased version. You know what it means? Let let me put it in really simple, Tim Brown kind of you-can-understand terms. I'll tell you what this means. It means they're pulling your leg and they're not doing their job. That's what they're doing. They're not doing what they normally would do. And again, if you guys think... This is by accident. You've not seen the Olympic deal, have you? I mean, you've not seen what they did at the Olympics in 2012. You've just not seen it. Or you haven't been paying attention. It's called predictive programming. I wrote about this back on April. And uh, they've pulled the video going to show you a little bit of video. They've pulled the video. This is this is YouTube and they're the little Nazis over there. 
pulling the video of what was going on. Now, you can find it. Just put in 2012 Olympics COVID. Do that. And you'll find it all over the net. But YouTube thinks that they're going to be the Gestapo and clear out anybody who dissents with them in the World Health Organization. Well, they got another thing coming. Because the Sons of Liberty are in the process of uh, not only bringing a lawsuit against Facebook, but also talking with YouTube. And YouTube, to their credit, as I said before, at least are willing to talk with us. Facebook has done shut the door on that. So they're, they're going to have to respond to legal action. Okay? This is the kind of stuff that's been going on. It's been setting us up. It's been getting us to think in that frame of mind. And we didn't even know it. Nobody in 2012 was saying, hey, this is about a, uh, you know, everybody was watching it going, what in the world is going on up in here? Now we look back and we see what it was. We see exactly what was going on there. Dr. Corbett continues in his paper here. Here's what he says. Those patients with which the NHS private practice identifies as having uh, one will attract a greater likelihood of receiving a presumptive, and that's the key word here, COVID-19 diagnosis, meaning a diagnosis presumed due to the HCP perception of symptoms, signs, not any evidence, not any real evidence to isolate what somebody might have, but symptoms, that are as common as the cough that I have right now, which I get at least twice a year. It, 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 you know, we used to joke that, you know, you get a cough or a sniffle or something, oh, the COVID police are going to drop in behind you and haul you off, you know, kind of like the minority report kind of thing. Anyway, they will attract a greater likelihood of receiving a presumptive COVID-19 diagnosis or a confirmed COVID-19 diagnosis after laboratory testing, but the tests aren't any good. This is the problem. The tests aren't good because they haven't isolated what they're dealing with. They're telling us it's something, but they haven't isolated it. In their own documents, they haven't isolated it. It's not just the NHS. It's the CDC here, too, which is worthless. Why the CDC is getting government money is beyond me. <laughs> ah. Greg, very funny, man. Very funny. I have COVID, so therefore everybody has to put their mask on who are listening. And that's not too far. Look, that's not far-fetched, Greg. Uh, you saw, I think it's out in Washington State. They're making people who are on Zoom meetings, wear face masks. You're on a Zoom meeting. You're looking at a computer. Can the computer get COVID and pass it to you through the internet or something? Uh, What are these people thinking? Do they realize how stupid and ridiculous that sounds? It's absolutely amazing. I mean, it really is amazing. Dr. Corbett goes on, he says, the COVID-19 triage occurs via the online or telephone NHS 111 service. Isn't that something? This is happening via online and telephone. 
Well, maybe that is why they want you to wear that mask. We're going to pass it through the phone. Sorry, it was just a little COVID that was passing you. It wasn't a text. It was a virus. Yeah, okay. Um, he does say, or in person. Okay? He does add that there at one of their facilities. A presumptive COVID diagnosis, in turn, will expose the patient to further medical potential for continuing misdiagnosis and unnecessary medical intent intervention further creating unnecessary morbidity and mortality, i.e. unnecessary illness and death. And I got to tell you, <clears throat> my experience with hospitals, I try to stay away from as far as I can. I really do. And my experience with hospitals is if you go in the hospital, I'm just going to tell you, you're probably more likely to get sick in a hospital or a doctor's office than you are in your own home. You just are. Why? Because you're around sick people. Okay? You're around sick people. So he's pointed out this. He's pointed out the inaccurate medical test. Presumptive medicine. Do you guys remember what went on up there in New York? And again, I don't, I don't fault Donald Trump for sending them what they, what they said they needed. Ventilators and all this stuff. And then they come to find out they, they, they were packing away ventilators somewhere. But the ventilators were the wrong solution. See what I'm saying? They didn't separate this thing out and they started treating something in a certain way that they thought when they didn't even separate it out. And I'm going to tell you folks, if you've got somebody that died as a result of being put on a ventilator because they're quote-unquote COVID, you need to take up a serious lawsuit. You really do. Every doctor, every nurse, the hospital facility, all of them need to be held accountable for that. Well, Tim, they didn't know. It's their job to know. That's the problem here. It's their job to know. See, when we give, we, we do the same thing here. We do the same thing. And this is, this it isn't just in this issue. We do it with politicians. Politicians' job is to know what the, what the Constitution says and to obey it. That's their job, period. Their job isn't to give you checks and money and food and clothing and housing. It's not that. It isn't to tell you which drugs are okay to take and which ones aren't. It isn't to go out and manage the land. In the United States, they have unconstitutionally grabbed. It isn't any of that stuff. They have a very limited and defined duty to do, and they have a duty to know what their duty is. Same thing happens with healthcare professionals. They have a duty to know what they're doing. You're, you're putting your life in their hands when you go to them. You're trusting them. And we saw from Nurse Aaron what happened when people trusted them when they had an anxiety attack. Go in there, young guy, 30-something years old, doesn't leave the hospital. They killed him because they didn't know what they were doing. I don't think they actually knew what they were doing and it was a you know, premeditated murder. They didn't know what they were doing. They're treating something that they had not isolated. And this is what Dr. Corbett's pointing out. And the people run with it. The same people that tell you, we don't believe the media and we don't trust politicians. When it comes to this, those are the same people putting on the face diaper. Same people. Now, 
you say, Tim, well, I, I have this and that. And I've talked with some friends who have certain low immune systems and, and, and things of that. They're, they're prone to be sick and stuff. And I said, it's fine for you to wear the mask. Well, but you're not wearing a mask. So you don't love me and you don't care about me. And it's not about that. If that mask works the way you're told it's work, it works, you shouldn't have to worry about whether or not I have a mask on because you, you're protecting both of us, right? It's the same thing with vaccines. Why are people who are vaccinated, why are they worried that me and my kids are not vaccinated? We're not a threat to you, right? I mean, if you believe that stuff works, oh, well, it might not. Well, then why are you taking it? <laughs> why would you pump poisons into your body thinking it's going to work? It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I was born on a day it wasn't yesterday, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Let me give you a couple of examples of some things that Dr. Corbett talked about with um, the treatment. And I don't even know if I want to try to say this word because I'm pretty sure I'll mess it up, but I'll give it a shot anyway. He says, dangerous and misguided treatment causing... Itrogenesis, I, that's the only way I, I think that's correct. If not, you guys who are watching, you, you can see it. Those listening, it's I-A-T-R-O-G-E-N-E-S-I-S. He says, this process is now ubiquitous in the NHS private practice. It is a medical perversion of the normal, quote, differential diagnosis, unquote, and bolsters and daily magnifies the official statistics for COVID-19 disease. Furthermore, this is occurring on the back of a set of subjective clinical findings, signs or symptoms, and without proper laboratory evidence, this is the thing he's calling for, even if such laboratory tests are reported back as being positive, the true accuracy of all those tests is scientifically unknown. This means that the tests will give false positive readings, which we know they were doing. Here in the States, the tests were 80% False positives. I'm sure they were around the world because they were using a lot of this other stuff too. They get false positive readings and any patient is then at risk of receiving a wrong diagnosis and unnecessary or dangerous medication. Now, how many of you want to go to your doctor? I mean, listen to me out there. Maybe you're listening right now and you are scared to death of the virus. Your fear drives you. Well, first of all, let me, let me point this to you. The Bible tells us in Psalm 91 that we're to trust God. It tells us all throughout the scriptures not to fear. So this is the way you keep this all on in check. Don't fear. Do I want to get the virus? Do I want to get sick? Do I want to, do I want to die before it's my time? No, I don't want any of that. But the fact of the matter is, is this, I don't fear those things because in God's providence, he's going to determine all of that about me and about you. Now, I don't believe in testing God, but the fact of the matter is, I don't see any reason to be doing all of this stuff that they're telling you to do. They're conditioning you people and they've done so without any evidence. And you haven't, many of you have not even demanded the evidence. Many of you have been political cheerleaders pushing along your favorite party jersey because you want to win in November instead of saying, um, you guys have been pushing the same narrative too. 
You've been giving credibility to the whole COVID thing too. You've been taking trillions of our dollars and using it in the name of COVID too. So why aren't we asking for evidence? Well, because the, all the media said it was there. The president said it was there. Congress says it's there. Now they're all wearing the masks. <laughs> they're all wearing the masks. They're putting them on. Leading by example. And leading you right where they want you to go. You know, I mentioned the other day in the cube movement, they use uh, the phrase there from John F. Kennedy's boat, where we go one, we go all. And a lot of them think that COVID is a, a cover story for going around the world and rescuing children from traffickers and stuff. And we'll see what happens with that. People send me stuff all the time with virtually no evidence. I got one the other day where there's a submarine that's going through the water. Maybe some of you have seen this. And you got some guy shouting at him. I don't even know what he's shouting. It's, I don't know what the word is, but he's shouting at him. And then you see the boat come alongside. The submarine actually stops, which I thought was just honest, honest folks. I'm sitting there thinking, you have a submarine. Why, do you, why are you trying to outrun a boat? Why wouldn't you go under the water and disappear? Come up somewhere else. I mean, I would think that, right? You would think that. But no, they stopped the submarine in the middle of the water. Guy gets out, beaten on the hatch. I don't know what he's going to do if he doesn't get in. They open up the hatch. It's pixelated, so you can't see what's going on. You can't tell what's in there. You can't tell who they're, where they're at, who they have, if it's adult, if it's children or whatever. And then it abruptly cuts off right there, so you can't see anything. They say, oh, they're saving all these children in the submarine. Really? So... Why are you not showing that? All the stories I hear about these major rescues, thousands of kids coming out from underground. Maybe that maybe that's happening. I'm not saying it's not happening. What I'm saying is, folks, we live in a society where everybody's a citizen journalist. You can't sneeze and somebody doesn't have one of these things right here ready to film you sneezing. I mean, that's just the way it is. You're telling me 2,000 kids get pulled out of... Um, boy, we had a little bump there. Sorry about that. Um, you're telling me you pull 2,000 kids out of a hole in the ground, and yet, yet, nobody captures anything? Nobody knows anything? Oh, well, I talked with a nurse who did this and that and the other and all these other things. Yeah, but, but nobody, nobody except whatever person starts that has done it. You know what the Bible says about that? I'm just going to give you a little hint here. The Bible is clear about that. It says two or three witnesses confirm the matter. This is why you have two or three witnesses. This is the whole point of that. And so when I hear these stories, I'm, I'm just like, if you don't have some kind of documentation of what you're claiming, how can I trust that it's actually true? You say, well, why did you get way off on that? Because this is part of what's being believed in our country and around the world about this stuff right here, this COVID stuff, that it's a cover for all this. They're really doing good stuff to us. You know, people believe that the chemtrails now, they're spraying good stuff on us. Really? Really? 
you better wake up, people. It's really fixing to hit the fan. I'm just telling you. It's fixing to hit the fan. And some of you who've been pushing your political party out there, you're in for a rude awakening. I really think you're in for a rude awakening. And uh, it's people like Dr. Corbett, it's people like Kate Shimrani, it's people like Andrew Kaufman, and others, Dale Bigtree, who are coming out and exposing this hoax that's being perpetrated upon you to steal your liberty, the liberty of your posterity, and to bring in a new world order. That's what this is about. And some of you are just all for it. You say you're not, but your actions show something else. You can, we can expose the Democrats, and we can expose the Republicans, and we can expose Barack Obama, and we can expose Donald Trump, and yet whatever political ideology that you have If your response to that is, well, who would you choose? Or Trump 2020 or Biden 2020, whatever the case may be, you're not understanding what I'm saying. You're part of what I'm talking about. You're part of what I'm talking about. Our founding fathers warned us about a two-party system. And yes, this has political implications because it's part of God's judgment too. Read Deuteronomy 28. Tell me it isn't happening in front of our eyes the hand of God in his judgment. He is true, he's faithful. Why? Because his people haven't been. His people have not been. I'm going to have these papers up. I didn't get to go through all of this, and I kind of did it off the fly, so I apologize for that. But, uh, boy, I, it was kind of a last-minute thing. We were trying to get the, the sound there, and it was just, oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was really bad. And um, so hopefully we'll get that sorted out and have Dr. Corbett back on, or have him on, maybe Thursday or Friday. I'll see what, what his schedule has open, and if it, we can't do that, then maybe we'll be looking at next week. next week. But we'll see about having him on. These documents and things that I've talked about here will be on the the website, in the archives, later day at sonslibertymedia.com. Appreciate you guys joining us this morning. Uh, tomorrow, Rotten to the Core Wednesday, Lynn, as always, has got a ton of stuff, and I've been given a couple of things I'm going to throw at her as well uh, that's going on in education. And across the country 23 hours we'll see you then all right lord willing adios